My name is Justin McElroy, and I know the best game of the week. My name is Griffin McElroy, and nope, me. I know it, the best game. Yeah? <laughs> do you? Should I? Is it more do you need? And you know what? You know what? How, <laughs> about, how, about, how about this week? Uh, my name is whoever, and we know the best game of the week. I love it. Yeah, we, it's good, we right? We are mind. Of good game. We are. That's that's our new goal. Well, do introduce yourselves, though. Please. Yeah, yeah, sure. But we'll do the we know the best. I don't think you need to introduce yourselves, actually. Because I like this hive mind philosophy we've got. No, I like imagining all of us as one grotesque monster. We, we you can't tell besties. where one's stuff. And we just produce, <laughs> we produce a jelly of natural best games. <laughs> and that our faces, like, come to the... Come to the the, the, our thorax the opens and our jelly spews forth and good games come. My name is Ross Rickett and I know the best game of the week. Is that the jelly? That's the sound of the jelly. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. that's, that's, that's We're the all jelly of good game Besties, we talk about the latest releases, the newest, hottest games, uh, pit them against each other in Mortal Kombat to see which one reigns supreme, and then we see if that one can unseat our current reigning champion, Griffin McElroy. What is our reigning champion? It is FTL, if memory serves. But I think FTL's been reigning, reigning supreme this for This like week, three FTL weeks. will be dethroned. It will we, go are we retiring the, it? We're retiring it to the Hall of Fame. Well, I don't think we need to retire it, considering the caliber of yeah, games. Yeah, it's going to be a rough week this week. I think it's going to get beat. Yeah. So we do have a, a change of rules. Uh, would you like to address that, Hoops? Yeah, so we don't, we're, we're going to steer away from each of us picking individual games and just get into some deep dives of talking about the newest releases. Uh, not, one per, one, not one game, one person. We're just all going to rap. It's just a free-form rap. It's about the games we don't talk about. That's what you got to listen to. You know, it's, it's like, like jazz. Yeah, it's like Jay-Z says, I, I just like to collaborate, man. Yeah. I just like to... I'm the, sorry. The best uh, song. Fr- right, exactly. That's exactly it. Let's, so, let's, let's talk about why we're... Because... When Russ Frushtick decided that Little Big Planet wasn't the best game in that week, that oh one my week, god, this is I still being brought up. His, I tried to burn his apartment down. And that's actually, I am me as soon as the show was done recording and said, "I'm losing interest in the besties." I, it's not good for me. It's not good for Russ. It's not good for the it's podcast. Not, yeah, and that woman whose listener. apartment that you burned down because you thought it was Russ's apartment. It's not. It's especially not good for that woman. Linda. I, I did is, smell a lot of mesquite in my neighborhood. I didn't know what that was, but that's it's the, the woman I burned shop. to death because of Little Big Planet. <laughs> so uh, we're just going to talk about the new games. We're going to talk about the new games, and at the end, we will argue about which one. Yeah, should we're be still. I mean, that scenario it will still happen where I pick Little Big Planet as the worst game of the week. Like that's still going to happen. But it's still going to be very contentious in yeah. the show. Right. But I'm probably not going to try to murder Russ anymore. Okay, and thank you. And the great news is, this week, we have two really great, incredible games, and one fine game. A, 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 an interesting game we're talking about. And also, Dimpamin. Okay. Let's, let's have, move on. <laughs> we have something for halftime. Uh, <laughs> so... This episode of The Best Leads is sponsored by Aura Frames. All right, so you know there are a number of people in your life that are not necessarily the most technologically savvy. I'm sure immediately names jump to your mind. Those are the sorts of people that you would say, oh, maybe they would want a digital picture room in their house, but they wouldn't necessarily be able to like set it up and get it working and add new pictures and stuff like that. That is where Aura Frames comes in. It's a digital picture frame that allows you to basically upload any photos that you have directly to the frame. You don't need them to do any work. In fact, you could even set it all up before they even open the box. You have the account set up. You just have to connect it to their Wi-Fi. And once that's done, everything happens over the internet. So you can add new photos, you can do whatever you want, and it all works completely smoothly. I set it up for my grandmother, who's 95 years old. I set it up for my mom, who's 70 years old. And they both love their Aura frames, and they love seeing the pictures and new photos of the family 
all being added without them having to do anything. So I'd highly recommend it. I'm really, really happy with it. And right now, you can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting AuraFrames.com. For a limited time, listeners can get $20 off their best-selling frame with code BESTIES. That's A-U-R-A frames.com, promo code BESTIES. Terms and conditions apply. Chris Plant, I was wondering if you could get, talk to us a little bit. I want to start with a little bit smaller. I think I think of the three releases we're talking about this week, it's 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 the it's the l- least known quantity, and it's Retro City Rampage. Uh, can you tell us about it? Yeah, Retro City Rampage is on its most basic premise a demake of Grand Theft Auto. It's you know you take that big okay. open three D world full of crime and you make it a two D kind of eight bit. It looks like Grand Theft Auto would look on the NES. Now the, so it looks like Grand Theft Auto the original one. Uh, yes, but much much grungier and pixelier. I mean, like there's like you know like the the NES is like eight color palette type of thing. Uh, so I mean it, it really commits to that that aesthetic. So it looks like Ghostbusters. It does look like Ghostbusters, who happen to be in the game as Goo Busters, and they clean up. We're gonna beep this semen. Uh, from the... What do we need to beep semen for? Oh, yeah, for? we can keep semen. But they clean I up... said ejaculate yeah. like two and a half minutes <laughs> they, ago. They clean, up, they clean up a surplus of semen at a strip club joint. And, they, like, I guess they're overwhelmed by the semen. So you go into the strip club and then you zap all the women to death. Uh, I want to take a quick... Trick, can we quick pause? Time out to say, Daddy no like you so <laughs> yeah. far. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the talk about, is, talk about mood slime. I... So that the Ghostbusters are not the only pop culture uh, reference in the game. In fact, uh, it, it's a bit of an exhausting churn of pop culture. In the first ten minutes, I, I lost track at about twenty or thirty references. Uh, it's just one after another of Do you remember this from the years eight, 1985 to nineteen ninety five? Saved by the Bell. Uh, Obvious Degrassi my uh, first is kiss. in there. Is that in there? I don't think my first kiss is in there. Uh, it was a group. missile crisis and, in those and years. It, gets, it gets super niche. Like the uh, my Gimon dying. Is my Gimon dying in there. <laughs> uh, the, the when I got my first pubes at nine. <laughs> pretty impressive. Was that, wait, that was like 1996. That was not within. I the... don't want to brag. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm at three. <laughs> <laughs> so what is like what is the what is the t- tell me the gameplay loop so the gameplay loop that what you do between when you go to a mission is uh, you have to drive to every mission so in that way it's like tr- grand theft auto then you get to that mission okay. and basically it uh parodies a famous video game from that period so something like commando okay. where you know it's that top down shoot things and get from barrier to barrier there's a stealth stuff like the original metal gear there's even a pitfall like mini game uh, so everything sounds like a wide range of styles. It's in a way, it's like a, kind of like a WarioWare, you know, where you're getting lots of tiny things. The problem being, none of them are as good as their source material, and you still have to drive to each of them. So imagine WarioWare, where you enjoy these like 15 seconds, but then you have to like drive for you know two or three minutes to get from one mini game to the next. I I I think I've I've only played the demo. Yeah, but based on the demo, I think it makes WarioWare look cogent. It makes WarioWare like each of those games seem like a fleshed out yeah. universe in and comparison. The other problem is it it wants to be referential of some of these games which actually didn't have good game design. Like there's a mission where you have to tail a car uh, in the game, and it's like, oh, well, this is boring. Uh, and this Has is cliche. Has car ever been fun in and a It's never game been ever. fun. So, it, But it's going to keep that mission. So now you tail a car, but you also collect coffee because you're falling asleep. Because the mission coffee? is so boring. Is coffee? There, there is, don't worry, there's a hot ah, coffee joke. So you're collecting coffee, and then it's so slow that you don't even have to get in another car to follow him. You can just walk. Okay. But this goes on for like three minutes, and you get spotted pretty easily. So That's you'll do this mission. Gameplay. The first time it's kind of funny, the eighth time, it's like, uh, the, the, why is this mission here? You know this mission's bad. Uh, and they're, they're just, I, I cannot think of a game that told me more often that, okay, you're going to do something cliche and boring, but we have a twist. Uh, and that's, it's, the, it's the old Matt Hazard. It's the Matt Hazard uh, conundrum, right? Yeah. Making fun of bad gameplay does not make your gameplay good. Yep. Just, yeah. 
is more bad. Um, I do think the super hardcore video game fans are, will love it just for the references because they cut so deep. I mean, when you... Uh, an example that we cut from the review because it's, it was too niche even for the review is there's a Smash TV level where you interrupt a, a interview show with Will Smith as the Fresh Prince and he's interviewing Phil Fish. Oh my God. Wow. I yeah. Can't handle that. And it's like, you go so deep Jesus and you're like, Christ. whoa, who, who will know what Fez is? Let alone, I mean, not to sure. take anything away from Fez, but who will know that Fez was created by Phil Fish? Right. And I, I think that sort of brings up a point that you were talking about earlier, which was there's a certain level of like pompous, like snobbishness. To this game, yeah, I, I, well, I won't even call it snobbish. It's just almost like it's, it's, it's so close to what yeah. it's focusing on, and it's been. I know the developers have been working at it for a long time, and obviously has put his heart into it. But you know, you can sometimes get too focused, and you kind of lose track of how the rest of the world might even absorb. To hear this you thing. describe some of the, some of the, especially the stuff about like large publishers and 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 their relationship to indie devs, it's a lot of it. What you described sounded very cynical. Yeah, and that's unfortunate because I feel like that is cynicism is I almost think, the, the domain of the mega publisher, you know, releasing whatever they think will move the most copies. Yeah. And it, like that cynicism has been sort of refreshingly absent from the industry. I don't think I don't think that the game is especially cynical. Um, I, I think <laughs> that the reference, especially to like the source material from the eighties, comes from a place of of um, sincerity. So, so what, what you have not gotten into in the demo uh, and what is the main story of the game is that the villains are giant publishers and they're going to uh, collect indie developers to make games for them so they don't have to work and then they can reap all the money from them and wear them out and then they won't want to go anywhere because the publishers can always get other indie devs so they'll be uh, stricken to their contract. And ultimately, they want to get a time machine to travel forward in time, steal all the good ideas, and use them as their own. Which, as you can uh. obviously tell, is ironic because that is effectively what the game is doing. It is sure. stealing all... I mean, it's borrowing all the great ideas of games past. I mean, there's nothing particularly original. So the weird thing is it's so self-aware about the boringness and tedium of the missions, but it doesn't have that same ability to kind of look at itself when it's making these attacks on a publisher. Which is, you know, it, that's, that's a pretty big problem for your main story. And not that you shouldn't... I, I would love for a good game to satirize the video game industry. Game Dev Story is a great game that did that. You know, yeah. maybe yeah. unintentionally, about how you can get into this loop of, like, just producing sequels just to make money. It also wasn't relying on, like, wacky family guy-style pop culture references. Yeah, but even beyond that, if you cut all that yeah. with the story I, I want that story i, I would look there's plenty to satirize but just doing it bluntly and just saying those things that's not satire that's just it's a forum post you yeah. know yeah which is too bad oh well so no stars uh <laughs> it, 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 it's a competent game that i think there is a definite audience for which if you yeah, know I, our I, rubric it, uh will equate to a score <laughs> Uh, but the um, good news uh, is there are two unbelievable games uh, oh that we have man. left to Dip talk about. Dimpleman, Dimpleman, yeah. <laughs> and it's not right. Dimpleman. Start, let's start with Dimpleman then. I guess let's it's not lead <laughs> with Dimpleman. Um, I I would like to hear a little bit about XCOM. I haven't played it myself. I wouldn't say I'm a big strategy guy usually, but uh, this has been getting a lot of. It's heat, for you, yeah. It's for Justin? Uh, it's for people who don't play strategy. I mean, it's for strategy games. There's no naturally, but I gotta tell you guys, game. I was I was pretty close to taking the plunge. Uh, and then I watched some some gameplay videos of it, and yeah. it looked really intimidating. It looks, it looks so strategy. It looks wicked. There's like glowing lines. Right. And so what are the I, I read I, I played it a little bit at Chris Plant's house on the PC, which was an awful experience because PC gaming is horrible. <laughs> It looks um, great, though. But I also uh, read Russ Pitt's review, and the one thing that I took away from it was that the combat sequences, which are, like, the crux of the game, uh, where you're, like, ordering a squad of four or five guys to, like, flank out, outflank aliens and such, are cool. And that all those mechanics work really well. And then there's the crazy, like, you're in a base, and you're looking at graphs, and there are there's algebra to worry about. And that's sort of where... 
No. He just said that that like Ross Pitt said that that aspect of the game was like weirdly like not on par with the rest of it. Maybe late game I could see that becoming a problem, but the game does. There are two things for you, Justin, uh, and people who don't play strategy games. One, the okay. tutorial is like three hours. I mean, it's so long that you don't even nice. realize you're still in it. Love that. Uh, it's and my it, but, but it's not patronizing. Go on. It, it's a, it's. You're, you're learning the game in a safe environment before it starts just making it that your decisions will ruin you for the rest of the game. The problem is that does, a point does come where you could effectively just lose, uh, which is terrifying. Like, I, I mm. do think if you're playing on a hard enough difficulty that you could expend enough resources and not be able to earn enough resources to, uh, to win. Right. Uh, I, I don't is know that, is for the sure. Permadeath, is permadeath in every... Because that's been like the big thing. Permadeath is in every, everything. The thing, but the good news is uh, for you, who's not good at permadeath games, because we all know how much you hate them, there, there is a very I'm easy a setting. Yeah, there's, the, the, the easy setting is incredibly forgiving. Yeah, also life has permadeath, so I think they're sort of calling out that. That people yeah, die not in with life. with the loving blood of Jesus. So next question. <laughs> Just have to go away for two thousand. Uh, I mean, have you have you played it all, Griffin? XCOM. Yeah, XCOM. No, I haven't. I'm I'm interested in it because it seems like the kind of strategy game I can get in. It seems almost like a strategy RPG, which is more in my wheelhouse. It's like you Fire Emblem. Or did you play Valkyria Chronicles? Oh yeah, I played a little bit. Yeah, I think if if you could get into that, I think you could get into this. Yeah. Um, okay. It's sort I, of Valkyria Chronicles meets um, Pokemon Black and White Two. Oh sure. Don't, yeah. Don't, don't pander to me. Oh, did we forget to mention the uh, animal husbandry in the game? Right. That's a big part of it. How do you get new people on your team? You well, that, that's, Oh, boy. I, I have big problems with this system. I saw, some, I saw somebody write about this, and I wish I had the chance to actually read the post, but somebody pointed out that uh, humanity is very low price. <laughs> like, right. you can buy soldiers for, I think, 15 bucks? Yeah. Like, 15... Yeah, but you don't know what bucks? the economy is like at that point. That's like, true. You are buying like an entire new unit right. of uh, the X Pork bellies are like, in the toilet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, my big issue with getting guys on your team, and it plants right, you do just pay like a hundred bucks to get like a new soldier on your team. <laughs> but you bring them on, and you know, they're like Dave or oh, Billy yeah. or Beth and Beth or Dilly. Dilly. Or Bave. Um, what a Bave. Uh, so, you take them onto your team, but you have no <laughs> idea what they're good at. Like, they just appear in your base with a gun. And you're like, oh, okay. I guess. That's like when we hired you. Boosh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, so you uh, send them out on a mission. And after the mission, presuming they live, which is unlikely to begin with, uh, you then find out, like, oh, that's their skill set. So it seems kind of weird if you're, like, desperate for a medic to have to, like, run through seven or eight newbies to figure out, like, which one's the medic by like a dice roll. Yeah. Well, it also right. makes you decide what you're who are your who are expendable uh when you go on a mission, you know. If you have a strong medic, you're going to want to make sure that he is not the first person you send into a dark corridor. Like I mean, yeah. it's a game that makes you make tough choices. But that's a dumb tough choice to not know what a guy like me Yeah, I, I I guess. I I I appreciate <laughs> It's a choice you have to make as a developer. You know, are you going to make people? Is this going to be a game where you have to make really hard choices with what you're doing with these people? I just and the don't only like way to do that is choices. with things like permadeath. It, like I like when I know basically what's... You like the, having complete control. Complete control complete over my life. Control over the people in my life. I'm very controlling. over Bave. Over Bave. Uh, uh, yeah. it now? Did you now, Chris? Play you've played it an okay amount, right? Yeah, yeah. Is it? Did you play with a controller or with a key, mouse and keyboard? I played with mouse and keyboard, but oh. I, I've also played it with controller. And it controller is better. It's not better by any means, except for throwing grenades. There is nothing about this kind of game that says to me I'd want to play it with a controller. So I thought the same Actually, thing. It does work very well with a controller. I thought th I thought the same thing, and then I played it on, with a controller at E three, and they have this whole system where they're like, it's sort of like snapping to cover. And like you, I was actually issuing orders. I put it on the PC at Plant's house. I was issuing orders faster on a controller than I was on the PC, because with the can controller, I shout, can I shout orders at Connect? Yeah, you can yell. Get me, get me a I cup crave. of coffee. <laughs> I crave that good, good Connect shouting functionality. Yeah, you could actually command the whole game with Connect, but you have to be naked. So, really, <laughs> just to see every here. part of you. Yeah. Um, every part. <laughs> every part of yeah. you. 
My holes and everything? <laughs> Your orifices. Is goody goodies? Good. Really? The whole goody bag? Squishy bits. Y'all, you already know how much I love our sponsor of the week, Rocket Money. They make it so easy to get your personal finances on track especially stop worrying about all these subscriptions that you have that you don't necessarily need. Keep the ones you want. Get rid of the rest. Here's how it works. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. That might sound too good to be true. I have tried it myself on multiple different monthly payments I have and it's worked, which is incredible and so much easier than getting on the phone with all these companies and trying to wrangle this yourself. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in canceled subscriptions. So cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash besties. That's rocketmoney.com slash besties. Rocketmoney.com slash besties. You go get a phone. You just want a phone to talk to your friends and family. You're not asking so much. Then you get these contracts and you get ripped off because you got all this fine print little details and all of a sudden they're sucking money out of your pocket like some sort of digital leech. You know, the contract may sound good uh, up front, but there's always some sort of catch. You know who's not going to do that to you? Not going to pull that nonsense? Mint Mobile. They're wireless plans. There is no catch. $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those savings directly on to you. You're going to pay hundreds of dollars for, like, literal hundreds of dollars for your wireless plan? Or do you want to have a nice, easy solution, save some, put the bucks back in your pocket, pay 15 bucks a month? Say bye to your overpriced wireless plan's jaw-dropping monthly bills. The unexpected overages sound familiar? To get this new customer offer and get your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash besties. That's mintmobile.com slash besties. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash besties. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Hey. Uh, what? You know, oh, I know what you want to talk about. Idea? <laughs> yeah. It's so rare that an eShop game comes along that touches me as completely as Dimpleman oh. has touched me. More emotionally impactful than Love Plus? Plus? Love Fest. Love Plus. Take the emotionality of Love Plus, yep. mm-hmm. rub it all over Journey, Got it. and then wrap it in a flower taco shell. Dream. And by flower, I mean the game flower. Feels uh, like, like hyperbole. You know, I mean, you're not prone to that, but... Here's what's up. It's a dungeon diver game like, in the traditional style. Yeah, but dungeon diver can mean a lot of things. What does that mean? You dive through dungeons, like, like level by level. Like Greg Luganus, or...? Yeah, it's a Greg Luganus simulator. Okay. And you hit your head on the diving board, and you get a blood nipple. So, Dimpleman... No, you go through dungeons, like, level by level. Like it's almost roguelike-esque. Mm-hmm. Um, and that if your if your dimpleman die and you leave the dungeon with them dead, they're gone. What is a dimpleman? I'm glad you asked what a dimpleman. They're is. Pokemon, aren't they? It's just gonna be a Pokemon. Nope, they're men. Okay, and they're... they wear jumpsuits. They, I think, unitard is more the best, the better term. And they come in different shapes and sizes, mm-hmm. and they come with different antennas on their heads. So Are there 150 the different ones? It it's sort of their elemental property. But mm-hmm. their antenna determines what kind of special attacks they do. So maybe they have a sprinkler up there, and then they have, like, water powers. Or maybe they have a little tornado, mm-hmm. and then they have wind powers, or a little wow. fireball. Wait, were you just or saying... a little medic thing. Were you just saying... Well, Chris, that I, that I bet color... you feel like a real fucking idiot for thinking they're a Pokemon. <laughs> right? Yes, it's yeah. not anything like Pokemon. Uh, Griffin, but they're you... all men, and that's what's important to keep in mind. 
Griffin, when do you call them men? Pokemon. <laughs> Griffin, were you saying so, that the color determines their skill set? No. <laughs> the color determines their, their elemental properties. So, okay. like, if they're red and they get hit by a water attack, it's going to hurt more. Okay. And they're good at hor riding so, horses. Here's what's great. Let me tell you about <laughs> Let me tell you about it. Go on. When you get experience points in the dungeon, not only the, the Dimpamen in your party get experience, but also the ones at home that you didn't take with you. So you're constantly building up. So it sort of benefits you to catch a lot of Dimpamen. Mm -hmm. I should get to that point. So you catch Wait, you, Dimpamen. You, you catch, you catch, do you catch them all? No, it's impossible to catch them all. That, in fact, <laughs> it's, it's fucking stupid that you just said that. But these are men. You can't catch men. You can because they live in your radio waves. You can. Can I please talk about? Oh Dimpamen? no no wait wait that reminds me of my favorite Twilight Zone episode. To catch men. No. Okay. It's, it's to like serve just, men. Dummy. You derailed us for that. <laughs> to catch men. It's not even. Oh, is they, this they your were, first day at the. They they were trying to catch us all along. <laughs> I have places to be, and I wish you guys would let me talk about Dimpamen. Okay. <laughs> please, please tell me about so Dimpamen. So Dimpamen show up all around you, augmented reality style. You have to look around. Oh, no. Demonstrate. You have to look around, right, and then catch them like this, yeah. right? Like okay. this and like this. And they show up all around you, okay? But there's only so many that show up in your wherever you are. In order to make more show up, you have to go to different, like detect different Wi-Fi signals. So wait, look, I, I, I want to I make sure I'm getting this right. So you're playing okay. a game in which you try to make more men come around you so you can take photos of them with your 3DS. And then they show up in your dungeon party. Yeah. <gasps> Got it. They show I'm up in your dungeon. Attention. See, oh, you bring a bunch of men to your house, you take photos of them with and your then, 3DS. And then you go diving. But they're in you put them in your dungeon. Listen, listen they're man. invisible men. <laughs> if, right now, all of us are breathing Dimpamen. When you walk <laughs> when you, with your mouth open, you are eating Dimpamen, and you may not know it. Um, wow. No, it's actually a really cool thing because like you'll only be able to catch certain types of dimpamen in your in your house, right? <laughs> but if you take your 3ds with you and you go to like a Starbucks or you go to like anywhere else that has Wi-Fi signals, then you will have more dimpamen around you that you can catch. Justin, are you not even paying attention at all? No, I'm sitting here listening to what you're saying. <laughs> I'm talking about a game. No, that is brave. I thought that we changed the show to avoid this kind of. Justin's kind of trying to take a photo of all the Dimpamen that are in his house right now. <laughs> I'm seeing if my my phone picks up Dimpamen. It doesn't. He's like, Sydney's out of town. I got to get all these Dimpamen in my phone. <laughs> it's a great little RPG. Because here's what here's the thing: you might go to a dungeon that has all types of like fire monsters in it. So you should go around to a lot of different Wi-Fi signals until you can catch like a full team of just water dimpamen. No, and then you can go in that dungeon and I've, just clean up. I just realized where I've heard about this from. It was the crazy person who sits outside our apartment building and yells about the Wi-Fi rays and the invisible men that come to him when he's fire crawling. This the game, the game does sound like it was made by paranoid schizophrenic. <laughs> the Wi-Fi rays and the uh, invisible men. <laughs> I want to talk real quick about uh, more about Dimpamen. Then more. I, more got, about, I could. Yeah, I've got about an hour. I could talk more <laughs> about Dimpamen if you want to. If you want to uh, know they all have names of. They all have like dude names. Like, hey, I'm Zach. <laughs> what a surprise! <laughs> I'm an invisible man that lives in Wi-Fi. <laughs> Zach. I'm Ernest. Let's go. I'm Ernest. I live at the Wi-Fi at Vizzoli's. I want a yeah, dungeon. Actually, they you. live at the Wi-Fi. I come from Vizzoli's. Mamma Mia! That's a spicy dungeon. Uh, I've been playing, I spent my weekend playing, uh, I have a couple of the hot games we're, we're talking about this week, uh, and I spent my weekend playing a game called Spycraft. Oh, uh, man. It is from 1995 or 6-ish. Uh, it is an FMV oh, uh, spy adventure game. And I know what you're thinking. I know that I am big on the FMV games and tend to be more forgiving of them. But this is not that. Um Spycraft is, they just released it on Gong, gog.com, six mm -hmm. bucks. Um, it is a, a spy adventure game where you are role playing as an actual CIA agent. I mean, it's not like, it's, it's very not James Bond. It's very much about research and intelligence gathering. Aren't and, they supposed uh, to be a secret though? Yeah. The, well, the, the game was consulted on by a former uh, CIA. And they CIA like released all these real names. And a former KGB chief. No, the, obviously the names aren't real. Wait, 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 wait. We're real. working with the Ruskies now? I don't... 
think. Yeah, on cool. in our video game development in 1995, we're working with the Ruskies. Uh, but but you uh, you have access to all these different tools, so you're given the very broad outline of what the the plot is about, of of what you're trying to uncover, and then uh, you have a video communicator where you get video messages from people, and they say something like, you know, I've I've just sent a photo your way. Uh, can you can you check it out? You have tools like an image analyzer where you can look for clues in a tool. There's a segment where you have to Photoshop a picture a picture to trick an opposing agent. Um, there are codes you have to break, uh, and and a lot of it. There's very brief action sequences. Um, by and large, it's about using your tools to unearth the uh, plot, and it requires some actual like lateral thinking. I was impressed. It sounds, it sounds that, a lot like uh, like missing, like the missing games. Yes, yes, it is very much like missing since January and uh, the other evidence. one, evidence. Evidence, right? Sounds um, like a hell of a evidence. Game. Well, what was the subhead? What was the subtitle of evidence? It's um, it couldn't be less important. Yeah, <laughs> evidence. We've got uh, you. It, it honestly sounds like evidence you've boiled down. We've got you. <laughs> the C you've boiled down the CIA job into just the paperwork of it, and that's really the crux of this game. Because there's no, no, not really paperwork. There's no Claire Danes I, I, I busting terrorists in this one. I will give you an example of one of the uh, one of the, in one of the uh, sections you. Are trying to find a, an informant named Birdsong, and you are sent. Is that his real name, uh, Birdsong, or is that a nickname? Yeah, that, that it's Philip Birdsong. This okay. is Christian. Is, it, is that You're his, his name, audio. or is it like a onomatopoeia? So it's like Philip. Chris, if you're if you're going to interrupt me, I will ask that your jokes be better. Okay, what about uh, what about it, to it, serve it, men? <laughs> You're not even making sense now. Uh, so you 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 overhear an audio uh, clip of him on the phone with somebody else, and you have the MP3 uh, fed into your computer, and you can highlight specific sections in an interface that's very much like looks like Audacity, the program we used to record. You can highlight specific sections and send them to an analyst, and they will tell you what you're hearing. So if you hear a um, a plane taking off in the background or a, a, a trolley or something like that. You highlight that specific part of the wave file, send it to an analyst. They tell you what you hear. You can then plug that data into a map of uh, you know whatever region. I think in this specific example, it's it's in Russia, but it will show you the you the areas at which these different things could coexist. So you have to figure out like where you know you could be hearing all these different sounds and use that to hone in on on where the informant is is being held. So there's this a lot of really incredibly advanced for the late nineties. Yeah, it, it's it's yeah, it's really shockingly good. It was published by Activision, so I mean they had they had some some dough. I but, hope they're uh, not using it, it, Apple was, Maps. Bruh, Apple mm -hmm, Maps are bad. Mm -hmm. Well, it's it's an, it's in '96, so that's Apple yeah. existed then. Uh, Maps sure. didn't exist in 1996. Maps didn't exist. <laughs> Cartography uh, wasn't invented until the early 2000s. Until Apple, and of course it. it's FNV, which which helps quite a bit. Uh, and it, it's neat. It's six bucks on GOG. I mean, go go check it out. It's held up miraculously well. What do you want? A subway sandwich? Or you want this ridiculous? What do you want? You want to skip your subway sandwich this week, or do you want to take yourself on a spy adventure? Now, the Actually, interesting maybe thing. Maybe talk about Dishonored. Yeah, th it's interesting that we we brought three games to talk about this week because we're all going to talk about the same five, games together. Five. And what happened is the brothers McElroy. They hijacked our new podcast idea so they could not only bring games that were not released this week. Yeah, also games that no one cares about. their own games so they could just do a little monologues yeah. about 1995 and the good old days when videos were videos and games were games. And racist little men you have, living in microwaves. Well, I figured since we're, we only took spent a few minutes on XCOM since none of us have played it, maybe fill it in with some other games. Why not, right? I think. Half of us played it. <laughs> Half of us. Uh, your your experience of it seems to be sitting on Chris Plant's couch, looking over his shoulder and, <laughs> and kibitzing about the the, the resolution. Yeah. Let's talk about Dishonored. Dish now, oh no, Red. <laughs> Dishonored is a uh, it is a game. Yep. First person cross crossbow game where you are. It's really hard to describe. There is a Chris, crossbow. Uh, in it. There's a, there's a cross. Uh, I don't want Chris, but Russ Fresh Day. Yeah. Okay. Tell me about Dishonored. Well, before I get into Dishonored, I wanted to talk a little Good, bit. By all means. About something that I mean, you might, you guys might remember a few months ago that I uh, sort of suffered a bit of an accident, 
and for oh, a brief God, period no, of time Christ. became a vampire. Do you remember that? Yeah. I, it yeah. was really harrowing. But no, it's cool because I went on this long quest to cure myself of vampirism. Uh, there was a lot of like things I had to pick up. But this weekend, I was hanging out in my apartment and I look over because I felt something on my shoulder and there was a little bat on my shoulder. I was like, hey, bat. But then it bit me. And since then, I've been feeling really sick. <laughs> Hello, it is me, Count von Frostig. I am back here to talk oh, no. about Dishonored. Uh-huh. Are there vampires in Dishonored? No, there are not. Any okay, good. Vampires in Dishonored. But I did want to say that, Griffin, are you a vampire as well? Yes, he is. <laughs> I wanted to say that many of the tenants... That's the sound of Griffin putting a bag over his face. <laughs> many of the tenants in Dishonored match my attitude towards life. Okay. My vampiric attitude towards life. You don't have to string it out. <laughs> let's, let's hear it. I am very sneaky. I can transform into animals. And yep. I believe in not killing anyone. But it's what? strange for a vampire. No, vampires kill many. No, we do not. Yes, you we do. No. do not. We no. transform they just, they just no. people into that's, vampires. No, that's not how it works. They, when they suck the blood, they die. What they can do to transform them into vampires is they cut open mm. their arms and then they make them suck it. That's not you watch, accurate. like, not wash true blood? They that's, just drink until... They become a vampire. Like me. You need to... You're not Bella Lugosi. I'm saying this so, is how this it on, works. Yes. Would you like to so know more? A, uh, a, no. Not now. Not from <laughs> you. At all. Really, in any sense. But go on. Please. No, complete the bit. To, Guys, to you, you can't see it. I'm with Russ right now. He he brought... <laughs> you, you know those... Uh, the hoods that just... Tat, like, they, they can be removed from a... Uh, a winter weather jacket. He is wearing yeah. that over his head, but there's no winter weather jacket, so it's just yeah. a okay. big hood on on his face. This is the like a vamp like a vampire would wear vampire <laughs> outfit. It might be the laziest <laughs> costume I have ever seen. I am very <laughs> offended <laughs> that you do not approve uh, of my traditional vampire <laughs> outfit. I can't wait to okay. see what Russ does for Halloween. Like, maybe he'll just make, like, a gun out of tinfoil and say he's Han Solo or something. <laughs> I shot first. Yeah. Carry around I some Band-Aids. I'm a doctor. Why? <laughs> have you, any, any of you, I have a question for the group. Uh -huh. He'll just wear clothes and say he's a mannequin. <laughs> have, have any of you ever become a rat? No, I can't no. say I in have. In real life, I mean. Come, Not become in, erect? A rat. <laughs> A rat, like a mouse. It's still what I'm hearing. Like a mouse. Oh, uh, yeah. A wreck like yeah. a mouse. I have become a rat in real life, <laughs> but also in Dishonored. Okay. And Dishonored is the most accurate representation of rat transformation I have ever seen in any video game. Sure. I, he doesn't uh, really. He doesn't really transform into a rat, though. It's he, not. It's not like his limbs shrink down. He possesses, he, he possesses the mouse. Right. Yes. There's already a mouse. He inhabits his brain. Just. So, right. Unless there's, unless there's any argument from Count Frustick, uh, let me lay out some of the basics here, and then you can give me some more of your expert analysis. Excellent. So in Dishonored, <laughs> you play a, uh, a former bodyguard of an empress that has been uh, assassinated. She, daughter, she has been assassinated. He has, has been framed. Been, he has been framed for her assassination. Her daughter, the rightful heir to her throne, has been kidnapped. Heiress to her throne has been kidnapped. Um, and our our hero, Corvo, is enlisted by a, uh, a group of rebels to retrieve uh, Emily, the daughter of the Empress, by using his uh, skill set, which involves killing people in a very covert fashion, and as the uh, game progresses, uh, magical powers. These powers are 
uh, not necessarily, I, I mean, they can be, but they're not all uh, offensive in nature. Most are, are used to facilitate. Uh, what about the blackface your... power? I found that one pretty offensive. Yeah. What? <laughs> I am not familiar with this power. <laughs> you, you, you got left offensive. out on a raft in the middle of the ocean with that one. You can paddle okay. yeah, like, you want. That was a perfectly crafted goof, and you guys just like... <laughs> <laughs> the boat just I, uh, left without I, you. <laughs> so you, uh, for instance, you have a power. The the first one you get is called Blink, and it, it's a very short time. I have that, that power. Lets you, uh, it, yeah, just like a vampire. No, you but can, but I'm I am ninety eight percent certain that Russ is just talking about his ability to close <laughs> and open his eyes to moisten his eyeballs. No, that's impossible. I am versatile. Uh, I, so you, uh, the game is much more open-ended, I think, than a lot of AAA action games, especially in the first-person uh, first arena go. Uh, you are given multiple options for how you're going to approach a scenario. For instance, if you need to infiltrate a building, maybe you can use Blink to climb up the side of it. Maybe you can possess a fish and swim in through a grate. Maybe you can just fight your way in with stabbing and shooting your gun and your crossbow bolts and your weapons. Uh, I've gone for a stealthier approach, which is weird for me because I'm usually like attempting stealth uh, until I get spotted and then just turning it into a bloodbath. And for some reason, the game is is designed so that it, it stealth feels fun. Part of it is you have an ability to see vision cones and uh, you have a lot of tricks up your sleeve that make not getting caught uh, much easier. Like me! I, I, I think I think it's the best representation of stealth in a game. A, a lot of people so there's this chaos system in the game where if you kill a bunch of people, then the global chaos level rises. And the more chaos there is, the more like swarms of rats there are, the more guards there are, the more basically the world becomes a darker place. And a lot of people see that as punishment. And so that's why you're sneaky. But I, I think that it really does have some of the best stealth mechanics in the game. And that might just be because of how limited those mechanics are. I, like, I, if you if you sneak into shadows right next to a guard, you're not like invisible. There's yeah. there's no uncertainty about it. Like if you it, it it it's all very logical. Like if you would think that in real life you would be seen by a person, then you're probably yes. going to be seen. This is what I wanted to discuss because I think as a vampire, my personal life choices have been mm -hmm. recreated mm -hmm. in Dishonored mm -hmm. so accurately mm -hmm. that it is a little disturbing. Like, maybe they were watching me when they developed this game, and that's what happened. Like, maybe I, I deserve some of the money that is coming out. You're saying it's a biographical video game. Yes. And that you have been dishonored by it being released and not and getting And not royalties. getting any royalties. No uh, go casks of gold. There's gold coming casks, I don't recall. That's the only form it comes in now. Okay. There's... there's one of the weird things for me about the game is that I am so stealth-focused that I feel like there's whole aspects of the game I'm missing. For example, there's a whole... Um, first off, there's offensive magic powers, like blackface, or a... a what? I know. That kills your, uh, that kills your enemies. There's uh, uh, upgrades you can do to your pistol. It makes it more accurate. And uh, There's combat upgrades that make you better at sword fighting. And I'm using... None of those. Like, it, it, that is completely foreign to me. I, I sometimes forget I have a sword because all I do is A, choke dudes out, and B, shoot them with sleep darts. That's now, it. That's my whole, to, that's my game. To go to the chaos system, what I, I think is sort of brilliant about the chaos system, and I don't know why people are complaining about it, is it basically turns the game into a first-person shooter if you're playing it that way. It, it says, okay, you're it killing It caters things. to the way you're yeah, playing it. You're, right. kill, you're killing a lot of things. Well, that clearly that's how you're going to go about this. We're not going to let you just cakewalk these, like, four guards that are in each stage. We're going to start giving right. you some challenge and things to shoot in the face. And I, I think right. that's pretty great. It, that scales, it scales the world to naturally your, yeah. to how you are playing the and game. And contextually. Anyways. It actually makes sense that if a lot of people are dying in this world that more guards would maybe start showing up at important places. It, it also lends itself to multiple playthroughs because I'm already going through as a psychopath who is trying to see how many people I can kill just by, like, falling. That's my whole thing. Like, I don't need guns. 
I just kind of want to make people fall. Maybe that entails shooting them with a sleep dart when they're looking over a ledge. Maybe that <laughs> oh, entails you're, you're freezing not, time, you knocking finished them the out, game, right? them up and throwing them. You haven't finished the game? Yeah, I finished it. Oh, th there is, this is not a spoiler, but near the end of the game, there is a man peeing that you can also make fall. You know. And there is nothing yeah. more satisfying than making a pee-pee man fall mm -hmm. into the wind he is pissing into. Because he's falling, here's his pee, and he's falling into, into it, it as he's going down. I <laughs> also made many people fall in this game, but in truth, I made them fall in love with okay, me. using your vampire seduction. Because sure. I am a handsome vampire man. So powerful are your vampire skills that you can use them in video games in which they are not programmed. Well, it was based I, uh, on my life. So clearly sure. love... So you know the cheat codes. They are not cheat codes. They are life codes. The, no art, the art style of this game is super interesting. Um, and, and it's hard for me to, it, to describe without using other video game touchstones because it reminds me a lot of what we've seen coming out of Bioshock Infinite, actually. Um, mm -hmm. Does it remind you at all of Half-Life 2? Uh, yes. Because it was designed yes, by the same guy. Yeah, it um and it it reminds I do me of Castlevania. Part of this, if part of the this is part of the reason that uh, Infinite wanted to get out of uh, the fourth quarter of. I because, I'm, I'm gonna guess it wasn't because they so. were running scared from Dishonored. <laughs> I'm I'm just gonna, I'm no, gonna throw not. that out. But but uh, it is a very cool look. Um, I I'm shocked by how much I'm enjoying. It. I mean, I thought. It looks slick, but uh, especially stealth to, is not usually appealing to me. But this stealth makes you feel so powerful. I mean, there's no reason for you not to be able to, to, you know, to 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 go through this stealthily. It is not balanced against you being able to be stealthy about it. Right. Um, and there's lots of opportunities. There are lots of rewards outside of just. And Chris, you had a great piece about this up on the site this week. There's lots of, of reward. For using stealth uh, in terms of the narrative, because you pick up a lot of conversation snippets that you would miss on just a pure murder playthrough. I uh, heard one. Fill in a lot of the backstory of the game. Two guards were talking, and one of them says to the other one, Did you see that handsome vampire in the shadows over there? And I Christ. nodded. I nodded to my. It doesn't make sense. You're not. I'm very happy. I played the game to completion. Yes. And I didn't see you in it as a vampire. Uh, also, they made the game a long time ago, and you only became a vampire eight minutes ago. It is based on my earlier re years as a vampire. So it would just be Russ Freshdick walking no. around when I, pretending after, to be a Frenchman. After I reviewed Skyrim, that's it. Do you, that's do you know what's so set. good about this? Okay. Is Russ knew you were going to say that, and that's why he did set up the premise. He that had he, the fiction. He had, he had been a vampire <laughs> before, and then it went away, and it resolved it, and then it came back. He, he's in, he, he, he was, was in remission. He was in the shower this morning, and he's like, I'm going to get him good. I'm going to get him so good this, this is my life. Uh, I think we're, we all all dishonored? we're all leaning towards Spycraft uh, as the biggest. What, what about, let's. I, let's it, we need to come new time. show, new us, new year. We need a new metric for deciding which game is the best. I'm going to say which game has the most dudes you catch with Wi-Fi. <laughs> uh, I, I, um, I, I do think that for me, at least, uh, Dishonored takes, takes the cake this week. Yeah, I think so too. Um, I think it's fantastic and I, and I would like for everybody to, to play it. I don't think I've had uh, an experience that feels fresher than this that 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 makes me want to be playing it again as I'm playing it the first time. It actually made me hungry for to play more stealth games. I actually, as soon as I finished it, I downloaded uh, Metal Gear Solid on my Vita and started playing it. Huh. Um, just just to see what it because every time I've played a game like this, it really has been yeah I'll try stealth, but instead like of screwing up and and starting the section over again, I'll just kill everyone. Um, and and. This was the first game where I really felt like I should stick with the, the sneaky thing. I would agree. I would also say, uh, apart from Dishonored being my favorite game that came out this week, I would say if you in the audience listening right now enjoyed Dishonored, please send me $7 because that is how much Bethesda owes me for taking my life. Just $7? $7 <laughs> per person. <laughs> per person. <laughs> Okay. So if we combine the seven dollars of all of the listeners yes. who listen to our show, we will be up to twenty-eight dollars. 
How many listeners? Actually, my wife told me she stopped listening. So 21. 21. $1. Great. Um, so Chris, are you agreed? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it. it's a shame uh, XCOM won't get the chance to sit uh, on that pedestal, that arbitrary pedestal we've created, uh, because I think any other week it would be it would be there. I mean... It's one of the best. But you games gotta keep in year. mind that means if it made it to the Hall of Fame, and it would still go, yeah, it would still be made in dishonored. Exactly. Uh, yeah, was so our, yeah, so it, yeah. knowing that, yeah, it, dishonored wins this week, and FTL now dies I think as well. If, if I think Dimpleman on its own would have dethroned FTL with a bullet, right? Um, but I am willing to let that ship sail, and maybe it'll meet up with the little big planet ship in the ocean. <laughs> we'll form a rebel deep, armada. Deep beneath the sea, you mean, where it's so... And come destroy our show. Man, usually by this point, Russ Frostick will have found some way to come back. He will have found some way to change. <laughs> I, I, wait, 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 wait. Here. I hear oh, someone Someone's knocking. at the door. Oh, you better get out of here, vampire. Oh, but no, the vampire, vampire is Russ. He's, he's, he's turned... Just go with it. It's the only way to go away. Oh no, the vampire's turned into a bat. No, the man, the bat's flying out the window. Whoa! Oh no, not into that. Oh no, that blimp, the fire. Oh, that bat's dead. The bat's dead, and all that remains is Russ Frustick in a dopey hat. Vampire. <laughs> so if you kill a vampire, it revives back into its normal human form. Uh, yeah. Did you not? Did you not know that that part of the mythos? We're really playing fast and loose with the fiction. <laughs> I guess so. Dishonored one does it beat FTL? I think yes. yes. <clears throat> yeah, okay. easy. Um, thank you so much for listening to our show. Uh, we will be back maybe next week, but maybe not. No, I think we're doing it next week. Well, I'll have to talk to you about that after. Uh, there's a chance uh. we may not be here next week. Um, but but either way, <laughs> we will be back with you soon. And in a in a different state, possibly than you're used to seeing us. So, or, or not seeing us, as the case may be. Spoiled, spoiled. But uh, thank you for listening. Make sure you you head to theverge.com forward slash gaming. Uh, so that's where all our writing is. So soon, it's going to be polygon.com. That'll be a lot easier to say. Um, please go to iTunes, subscribe to our show, give us a review, a rating, a good one, a nice one, please. And uh, four, four or more stars. Ah, three more, three or more. You know what? Four or more stars. And maybe go to youtube.com forward slash polygon. Subscribe because yeah. it might interest some, you. Maybe there'll be something there to tantalize you. Uh, and thank you so much for listening to the besties. Make sure to join us again next Friday for the besties. <laughs> Shouldn't the world's best friends pick the world's best games?